powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Better Than Before. I'm Tony Richards, and this is the program where we ask the question, would you eat a pizza that is delivered by a driverless car? Today on the program, we're getting into the entertainment business. A little change of pace for you. My guest is Chi Moy Lo, and we'll talk about his Asian experience in Hollywood and how he launched this month a way for aspiring actors to learn the behind-the-scenes business of acting and accelerate their careers. And I'm going to be showcasing how to reduce complexity in our leadership and business lesson a little later on in the program. It's all coming up today on Better Than Before, brought to you by University Subaru. From here, been here, always will be here. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. Because adventure still needs chasing, we gave the newly redesigned 2021 Subaru Crosstrek a more powerful engine. Plus, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru is the most trusted brand for six years running, according to Kelly Blue Book. Love. It's what makes Subaru, Subaru. Test drive one of these today and you could drive one home tonight. University Subaru. Homegrown and proud of it. See dealer for details. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move. Or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control. But that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richards' new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Better Than Before. My guest today is Chi Moy Lo. Navigating Hollywood for over 30 years as a gay Asian actor and talent manager, Chi is here to talk about his Asian experience in Hollywood and how he launched just this month a way for inspiring actors to learn the behind-the-scenes business side of acting. It's called Mastering the Business of Acting, and we're going to tell you later on uh, today how to sign up for that and learn more about it. It's a new program that offers invaluable experience centered around his teachings and guidance. Chi's experienced and seen how young, vulnerable actors have been exploited in the entertainment industry and should not have to overpay to get the information and knowledge they need to succeed. 
In a series of seven episodes, Cheese Mastering the Business of Acting focuses on a specific subject lasting from an hour and 30 minutes to two hours. The whole program is 12 hours, and it's very affordable at $199. Mastering the Business of Acting includes interviews with top agents, uh, award-winning actors and actresses, and also included real audition examples from stars and working actors that'll show you what happens in producer sessions and studio networks work testing. Chi covers a variety of topics ranging from how to break into the business to knowing how to maintain a successful acting career, including the art and business of auditioning, the constantly changing business of acting, and the new technological advancements that now all actors are expected to be experienced in. He's the founder of the acting group entitled Actors Consortium, where he served as artistic director from July 2002 to May of 2005. He's the owner of the production company Blackhawk Entertainment, and he's the CEO of the talent management company, Alan Edelman Management. His debut film, Catfish in Black Bean Sauce, was met with great success and made Variety's Top 50 of 2001 winner at the box office. His other film appearances include the Indecent Proposal movie, Buffy the Vampire Slayer series, China Cry, Vietnam War Story, The Last Days, CSI Crime Scene Investigation, Smallville, Malcolm in the Middle, Law and Order, and so many more that we just don't have time to mention all of his credits. But I am honored honored and very excited to have Chi uh, Moilo here with us today. Chi, thanks so much for making time to do this, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So you got this new class um, that you're, and, and I'm, I'm inspired just reading about it there in that little introduction, uh, because one of the reasons I became an executive coach was to give people the uh, benefit of my 20 plus years experience in the executive ranks. And I know that this, without even asking you this question, I know this comes directly from your heart for people, but what was the inspiration that caused you to create this class? I always said what I start out is I'm a minority of a minority of a minority. That meaning I'm Asian, gay, and active. Mm. You're the first person who ever introduced me as a gay Asian actor. <laughs> well, is that, that, that's okay, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay, I'm, 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 uh, uh, it's just the first time I ever heard it. But okay. yeah, no, I'm yeah. fine with that. Awesome. You know, acting is my blood and life and, and um, I study acting at a very young age and took it very seriously. And it's kind of weird because I came from a 12 brothers and sisters and they all went to the traditional Asian, uh, uh, you know, accounting, um, engineering, um, computer, Asian stuff. I'm the only one who's the artist. I actually went and did it the right way from beginning to and succeeded at a very young age and went to the top school and got out here and started my career at age 20. And um, it's have success right away. And then of course you hit this glass ceiling and then I did a really stupid thing. I directed a movie, which cost me three to four years of my life. Uh, which I could have done when I'm in my 40s. 
not in my 20s, yeah. when my career as an actor was on a rise. So every year for the past 20 years, which I don't really go after five years in the industry, um, these showcases would come. Like the school I went to was ACT, American Conservatory Theater, Yale, Juilliard, um, Temple University. There's nine schools in the old days that was considered an Ivy League school for acting. And when you graduate from these schools, they have a showcase. And everyone in the industry come to see you, casting director, uh, first tier, second tier agencies, small agencies. So everybody gets to see you. So it's a big deal. But most important, like you're talking about ACT, Yale, they're graduate programs. And by the time the kids graduate, the career is over. Mm. If you're 29 to 31 or 35, how are you going to compete? Because the, the people who are 29 or look 29, whatever, they have tons of credits like mine. Mm-hmm. How are you going to compete with them? You don't even have a SAG card. And these, these schools are very, you know, two to three years and 12, 12 days. So by the time you finish, you kind of, you kind of like, if you look like a kid, you look like you age seven years in two years. So I was really frustrated for 20 years and uh, bitching about it, even I can't mention the name of the school because I don't want to um, mess anybody up. Ask me to teach them. And I said, I can't. If I do, I will just, I will mess your whole program up. But here's the thing. They don't have to, people don't have to lose a job. All they have to do is take the master program and put it into the undergraduate. Instead of making the undergraduate being catered to the master program, Make it lower, bring the education down there, and then people are at the right age when they graduate. You know, if you do it four years, it's 21, you're 21 years old. That's perfect. So, just to make sure I understand, so now I, I think I get it. So, by the time you get out of these acting schools, your time is very short to get going in the business. So, you're accelerating the knowledge about the business so they can do the right steps. Is that right? I'm trying to encourage that uh, eventually, hopefully, these schools will take my 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 thing and teach it. I got you. And talk about it because it's it's all it's all mapped out for them, and all you need is one teacher to understand um, the course, and then teach it. Let everybody buy it. The reason I charge it very low because I, I actually don't have any money. It's like a, it's like going to college, and it's a, um, it's a book that you have to buy, right? But this is the videos you have to watch. You, you watch each episode, or you watch each chapter, and you talk about it the next every week when you have the, the, these classes, and you, and you talk in depth about what I'm talking about, which is about the business, right? And they don't talk about it in school. Do you know why, Tony? Why is that? It goes down to you. You can't talk. You don't. You can't talk about something you don't know. Oh, it's I mean, mostly you don't really know. Yeah. Okay. So let's take death. Okay. 
we all assume that we know what death is. We see it on TV. We read about it. We talked about it. But do we really what, know what death is? No, not until somebody important to you die. Like my mom passed away two years ago. I know what the grieving thing really is. I know what the whole, you know, what really death means. So it's the difference between experiential and theoretical, right? So that's right. A lot of things they're getting about the business in school is theoretical. There's no experiential, but your whole class is very experiential because you've been through it all. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I, everything I'm telling you, it's not black and white. There's so much nuance into for different people, and I'm showing you. I mean, the business is so tough to to succeed. You need everything you in your arsenal to 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 break through. And still, it's going to be tough, right? Yes, and still, and you're still fighting with all that. So, the industry. So, what I'm forcing the um, forcing the school to do is raise their standards, and nobody have need to lose a job. You know, you need to talk about the business. You know, you cannot teach somebody. You know, USC is 268000 the last I checked, for four years. You can't come out of school and know nothing about how to break into the business. That's crazy. And the thing is, the reason is because people don't talk about it. You know, because if you do talk about the business, what I'm talking about, I may save a lot of people a lot of years. Definitely. I may save you. You might not want to go into this business because it's too tough. And you're saving them years that they already don't have very many of to start with, right? That's right. Yeah. Because if you, if you, most people who graduate, like my my peers who went to graduate from ACT and all that, um, like Benjamin Brad and I went to the same we're, we're the same class in ACT. We're the only one who are actually still working, working, but the rest of our class didn't. And what happens? Most people were like come out of school with these prestigious school, but after five years and no one takes you seriously and you barely get any audition, your passion dies. You realize that this is either it for you. But my guy, why couldn't you understand that when you're in school? You know, it's not rocket science. What is marketable, what is not, everybody's marketable, you know? I sometimes people don't realize an ugly person is more marketable than a than a good looking person. Because there's things there's things that are distinguishable about them, right? That makes That's them, right. makes them unique. That's right. Yeah. And you, you your casting is all about I if if we're not talking about the lead, we talk about the supporting cast or not. It's all about if I see you, I know what it, what that person is. Well, one thing I really want to ask is. Uh, I read some of the things that are involved in your online class, but I want to know from you, what is the one or two in the whole curriculum that really get you excited that you think are really good, awesome things? You know, I, every episode, people ask me, why don't you name the episode, uh, the chapter and all that, or the episode, give each episode a name. Sure. And I said, I can't, I don't know how, because what I did was I tried to entertain the three group of actors, the the actors trying to break in, the working actors and the rising stars. 
So every every episode, I dealt with they have that's the subject of for those three group of people. So you, you're talking about uh, you ready? Can I mention some some topics? Yeah, sure. Okay, here we go. Uh, I show I give people five ways to to get themselves so get out of headlight with their auditioning. Auditioning is not a craft. Okay, auditioning is a business. And you have to understand that the difference because when you get the job, your performance will be very different than what you when you audition for the job. So you have to understand that part. Um, then I I mean the subject, personal finance, crying on cue. Um, yeah, this is what I want. I love, I love this. Keep going. Audition strategy. The, uh, I make fun of the waiting room. Why actors do that? The value of a good coach. Acting classes. Um, resume, headshot, demo reels. Marketing, marketing, marketing. Uh, all the Q&A. Every, every episode has six Q&A that people want to know. And those things are always so uh, interesting to, to watch because... They ask questions that I can never think about because it's, I have too many, and it, we, we really flush it out. Um, okay, you hit a button. I gotta ask this: Why hire a good coach? Why hire a good coach? Okay, um, the name of the game in town. Anyone who going up for a serious, important money maker, uh, a serious regular, or even a major recurring role. And you're in the second tiers or the first tiers. These guys don't care. These agents, they don't care. They will force you to get a coach if they know you're not that great or whatever. And all that. So everybody's getting coached. So the 200 bucks that you're spending on that role could be worth millions. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so take ER for a minute. That John Levy was talking about, that Noah Wiley's audition was just not just an audition. It was a multi-million dollar audition because he made hundreds of millions of dollars on that show. So sometimes an audition is just not, a, you know. So I don't even care if you're a veteran. Like I'm a veteran, it would take me at least, if you're talking about six pages, probably take me like an hour to get out of there in the headlight. But even that, I I rather have I, I prefer to have an eye that see what I'm doing, which is a friend of mine, with you know, so that I can really compete because you have like two or three days to compete with la creme of la creme if you who, depends on who your competitors are. Oh, I see. So a coach is so important, but find a good one is really hard. Variety in the '90s. Or somewhere in 2000, they wrote a whole article about it. They said it's a $300 million exploitation in Los Angeles a year in coaching and classes. Okay. So I never understand, which I uh, complain to some of my clients, saying, why are you going to a coach that coaching your competitors as well? <laughs> so it's the same audition. Right. He's gonna, right. So you guys will discover this great choice, and he's going to give it to somebody, some other person, pretend is is his that he came up with. So why mm. you need to find a coach that coach P 
people that are not your type. So anyway, um, a good coach is very important. Yes. Let, let's shift into talking a little bit about your career. I mean, when I read your bio, um, it, it reminds me a little bit of myself because I had a wide and varied career in a lot of different areas. And you went from actor to talent manager. Was there something that made you shift into taking on talent management also? You know, when I, the success I had was so fast and so easy. Um, Cause I knew um, when I came ready to market myself, I knew there was not going to be that many competition. Um, I do know for a fact that I, my, for my age group, I was the most highly trained Asian actor, Asian actor in America, period, at, at that time. Because no one was going to school for acting because there's no job, there's no job. So I didn't have that many competition. So when I came out, you know, we talking about five people or 10 tops. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I could play young and I can speak, I speak three languages. So it was just like very easy for me. Now. But what happened is you also discover that you're so passionate about this field, you know more than other people. You know more than your agent. You can spend more time about understanding the business more than your agent does. And the top agent that I actually need, they didn't see me as a, um, at the time, you know, I'd done Vanishing Sun and the, uh, when you get that kind of achievement by then, four two-hour movie and, and a series and 13 episodes, and if it didn't work out, you have, if you were a white actor, you have seven, 10 projects waiting for you. I have one, you know. So I made, I made mistakes of uh, taking on the directing. But I wanted, I bought the management company because I want the information and the control. Mm. But then, then I saw, um, you know, when I'm not working, so a lot of people needed help. So suddenly, next thing I know, I, I have a bunch of children with me. <laughs> children meaning my clients, I might become my child. And I guide them. I guide, I guide them and I've, um, and there's something wonderful about manager, being a manager, old, old school managing. And um, I groomed six kids. And once one about to blow up, he done that three series mm. as a series regular. The original, he just did a, a, a one season of five years of the original, one season of the um, Roswell, and now he's doing Showtime's seven years of yellow jacket that's exciting and that's gonna be great yes and so it was kind of exciting to like i created this kid i found him he didn't have a sad card i tapped him to the union i been 10 years and uh it's kind of nice. I love it because that that means the things that you're testing or the things that you're teaching and mastering the business of acting have also been tested by you and also by your clients. Yes. You're not teaching you're not teaching theoretical, you're teaching experiential actual stuff. When you hear me talking about stuff, you realize 
what the hell is he talking about? Oh my God, he's not talking about um, proper educational by the book or whatever. He's talking about street smart. Yeah. He's talking about, you know, hey, uh, look at what, what other subject. I'm talking about managers and agents, okay? All the truth about them. The good, the bad, the ugly of being an actor. How to get your union car. Uh, if you're talking about, you want to hear something crazy, Tony? Yeah, go ahead. Ready for this? Yeah. The agency business does not work. All of them. So you're talking about the top tiers, the second uh, second tiers, top tiers, CAA, ICM, William Morris Endeavor, and then second tiers, Gersh, APA, Innovative, uh, A3, uh, and then smaller one on it. You know why it does not work? Why doesn't it work? How Okay, so let's take second tiers, okay? Or even the first tier. How could 22 agents handle 3,000 clients? Doesn't seem possible. It's impossible. So one-third will be, will, will be taken care of. Two-thirds... Will be will be in a, will be lost. So it's 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 a, it's a constant moving around, and they don't care. It's just a numbers game. They throw the dots in. That machine is just churning. But here's here's the thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind away. They they give out fake auditions. This year, this past year, self tape is that's all we do. So which is even worse. But in the past, when we do have to have self tape and all that. And it's like a lot of big role and all that. So if a client's been bugging about auditions and all that, they would make it up pretending that's their audition. That's a real audition when it's not. Uh, and they have the kids self-taped it. And then they pretend to, uh, you know, send it over. Okay, we're going to send it to them. Then they download it. You don't know where they download it to. Meanwhile, the the client is all excited, thinking they're really getting an opportunity when they're really not. It's worse than that, uh, Tony. So you you get the breakdown. Uh, for all these agencies, they have to, they have they bought this program where you take a breakdown, you you scan it. I don't know what they do. They type in the webinar, and the and the computer, the program will just. Whatever your your client is uh, auditioning for, they only show that description of that that role, and their description of the uh, producers and all that. The age and the ethnicity is erased. Okay, so let's just say you got the audition right, and you were so excited, and you thought it's a really big audition, and. Uh, you went out and get coaching, spend four days on it, put taping and all that. And what you didn't know is that the role is for a black guy. Mm. And it's for someone 10 years younger than you. Because they remove those things. Now, you should read the script. You should, If you have a good manager, the manager will get the, the real information for you. Now, the manager business is, is BS too, because the manager business now these days are agents pretending to be manager. Oh, wow. And manager and agents are two different things. I call it a mommy and a daddy. 
agent is the daddy, manager is the mommy. You cannot play a mommy if you've been a daddy all, these, all your life. Gotcha, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes because sense. Because a, a mommy is very nurturing. A daddy is a little strict and short. Okay? So if you've been stri- short, strict and short as an agent for 15 years, you can be a manager, really? So that's why you see these agents, these managers' company charge 10% so they can steal other people's clients, have ridiculous amount of clients. You cannot be a good manager if you have over 30 clients. You can't. Let me let me ask you this. You've been in Hollywood for a while now. You've seen a lot over your time. You've been very deeply involved in all of these uh, particular aspects. Is it getting better in any way in Hollywood, or is it continuing to worsen? Which which direction is it going? The money is less. Um, the it's become a very corporate now. Uh, for example, when I did Vanity Son, and even uh, ten years after that, even it was a five year contract. Corporate now gets so greedy; they want seven years contract. Okay, so that meaning if your show's a hit or whatever and all that, and you are not number one and not number two, and you're number three in the listing, you don't dare to ask for that big raise if the show is a hit because they can replace you. So the five years is where you can renegotiate a contract when it's up. So that's where people get their real big money, right? But they get so greedy, they want seven years now. Okay, so. You know, so you're talking about inflation, they give you 3% inflation. So basically, you don't, you don't, you don't, you're not making anything. And lo- not a lot of shows last seven years, you know. No. Right? F- five five is, a, is a good long series now. Three. Three is considered, you can, be, you can be on syndication, you can have a life after three. You have to make it to three. Gotcha. Um so yeah, no, the business has gone tougher and tougher and harder and harder. And the the manager, the old fashioned managers are are, are dying. That they basically I would say the next five years, I charge fifteen percent. Uh, most managers here charge ten. Um, my clients when they see what I do for them, they they okay, they got it. But that's what old managers do is charge 15% because we do a lot of work. Mm-hmm. But these managers have like, they have like nine managers and they would have a thousand clients. A thousand. Wow. Okay. You know they're not being effective. No, because all you need is three, three people going crazy in a day and it takes your whole day away. You can't do anything. But unless you become like an agent saying, I got to go, I got to go. I know, I know, I know, I got to go. You have like five minutes with them. You bet. So you bet. you're not being a manager, you're being an agent. So I really talk in episode four. It's really, I didn't realize it went until I watched it. I said, God, I'm really, there's a lot of anger there. <laughs> and I start uh, talking about it and I say, wow, okay. So in episode five, we have so we talk about self-tape. We're talking about the reality of casting, or everything you need to know about casting. One last question for you, and you're doing all these great things, but 
are there any projects or acting uh, roles or anything like that that you're excited about that that you want to get into here? I just want to what's coming up for you? I'm producing um, a uh, project I've been wanting to do for a long time. Cool. Uh, called Life in Threes. It's a seven season, thirteen episode each. I wrote out a whole mapped out thirteen ep- uh, season one and mapped out the whole seven se- uh, season and wrote the pilot. And we, um, I, I'm going to spend two months on this and then hopefully everything works out. Can't talk about it yet. Yes. Yeah, sure. uh, we can stop pre-production and, and for that thing. It's a, it's a wonderful, it's a, one of my, I write every 10 years and, um, this is, uh, uh based on a true story. Um, it's about three people. And one of the people is, is my mother and it takes place um seven decades each season is a decade oh wow that's so, cool that's cool yeah and so it's a crazy crazy um complex series it's basically the joy luck club meet this is us man it sounds like i'd love it because i i love i love great well-written stories and good characters i mean so I, I think this sounds like it would be right up my alley and probably a lot of our audience too. Oh, it's nothing. Uh, everybody's uh, two company fighting, fighting for this. Oh, good. So I'm actually really excited. I'm dying to, 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 to do my job to promote this thing. And then I'm ready to go and do that thing. That's awesome. And there's a one role in there, which is not, it's only uh, five, five episodes. It's a recurring role. And I like to play my brother, the gambler. Ah, cool. <laughs> Composed gambler. <laughs> and the the name of the class is Mastering the Business of Acting. And what is the website for that? Masteringthebusinessofacting.com. Oh, simple. Yeah, good. Um, it only costs one ninety nine, And the reason I don't want to charge one ninety nine is because I want everybody to be afford, uh, able to afford it. Every year, it's gonna, we're going to update something new. And I'm going to do uh, two Q&A each year. Um, so it will be it will be a thing, constant thing for 20, 30 years. I might not be the one who's going to be continuing this, but uh, but it will be going. That's all great. Let me ask you these 12 real quick questions. And uh, I ask this of every guest that comes on the program. Is it all right if we run through these real quick? Sure. So, number one, what is the best memory that comes to mind for you? I, God, really miss my mother. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I really, really miss my mother. What was her name? I know her as mom, Ama, Ama, but her name is Tun. Gotcha. Who's the number one hero in your life? Biden right now. Okay. Good. What's the top value you subscribe to? Um, honesty and and uh, respect and loyalty. Okay, good. Who's the most important person in your life? Uh, right now, I just broke up somebody, so I would say... The position's open. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite thing? 
I love a great movie. Oh my God, I saw a movie yesterday. I just love a great movie. I'm I'm kind of worried that we we won't be able to do those things anymore. Tell, tell me your favorite movie of all time. You know, I have seen over 4,000 movies. It, so it's the last one you saw. That's the best movie, right? I just think that you said the best movie, number one, is just, it's just too hard. Uh, ridiculous. You just can't. What's your favorite food? Um, Vietnamese food, or um, I, I would say clams, the way I make clams with my sauce, cilantros. Good. Most beautiful place you've ever visited? Paris. If you could describe success in one word, what would the word be? Happiness. How do you want to be remembered? This thing will change the game and force school to, you know, do the right thing and 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 teach. You can't expect me to go onto a tray and then don't give them any other tool to get the job. I don't understand what the job is. You can't do that, you know. So if you could go back and give some advice to the young Chi, what would you tell him? Oh my God. I would tell him say, Hey, what 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 are you what what's the hurry? You, Slow down. You, you have all the time to even direct. Why are you directing a movie? What's your favorite sound? Birds. And finally, what is the best lesson you've learned? That um, nobody's perfect. And uh, we all have our shortcomings. And it's exciting to learn new stuff. Great. We've been visiting with Chi Moy Lo and uh, just covered a variety of topics around Hollywood, acting, talent management, the whole entertainment business. And he has a new class called Mastering the Business of Acting. You can find it at masteringthebusinessofacting.com. It's only $199, folks. I mean, you're going to get this infinite amount of knowledge that is going to put rocket fuel on you in the business. You, you, you need to get this. And so, Chi, listen, man, I really appreciate you doing this today. I, I enjoyed this conversation immensely. Thank you, Tony. Anytime you need anything, let me know, please. Let's do it again, Merle. Yeah, I would love to. Anytime, please, Tony. Chi Moilo, everybody. I will have your business and leadership lesson next on Better Than Before. Because adventure still needs chasing, we gave the newly redesigned 2021 Subaru Crosstrek a more powerful engine. Plus, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru is the most trusted brand for six years running, according to Kelly Blue Book. Love. It's what makes Subaru, Subaru. Test drive one of these today, and you could drive one home tonight. University Subaru. Homegrown and proud of it. See dealer for details. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. Text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo. 
or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards, and today I want to talk to you a little bit about how to reduce complexity. You know, we live in a day and time where knowledge has never been easier to access. We have all many ways and opportunities to increase our IQ. And while we do that, we realize there are different levels of understanding. We start out by learning things from scratch, and that's when they at least seem to be the most complex. When we know nothing or when we assume we know something, but we are unconsciously incompetent. As soon as we go up the spectrum of knowledge, things which at one time seemed difficult, we understand it better and now it seems more simple. And so the thing that we're studying hasn't changed, but we've changed a ton. Our mind, our understanding, and our IQ in this area has grown to new and deeper levels. The problem sometimes enters in when we've been studying something for an extended period of time, and then we need to train or explain it to someone else. Albert Einstein once said that if you can't explain something to your 80-year-old grandmother in a way she can understand it, then you probably got work to do to reduce the complexity to be able to explain it more simply. We don't always have to teach someone everything we know or have learned. We only need to teach them the areas we can make simple, which are the core elements of every subject. This requires us to focus on the true essence of the thing. Making things simple means we take away all the unnecessary elements, which clog up our minds and slow things down because of the complexity. Make the ideas so simple the other person avoids confusion. Quite frankly, this is the essence behind my Big Idea Monday memo that comes out in your email every Monday. In areas in which you can write pages upon pages upon pages, or perhaps even whole books on an idea or subject, my mission each week with the Monday morning memo is to get it down to Less than 500 words, and the very first thing on the memo is three ideas that are a lot of times only one sentence or maybe a sentence and a half. So I can explain the idea in its essence form so my readers can put the idea in practice more rapidly. When you deliver ideas in complex form, sometimes that's necessary. I mean, people need to know everything about it because it's going to cause problems. But it also puts roadblocks in the path because they're going to start out with a low level of understanding. They're going to be nowhere near the level that you understand the idea or process. We all start at the bottom of the learning curve. And we don't usually get better. We usually get worse. The challenge for you as a leader is to make your message so simple that when others receive the message, they understand it. They can fully grasp it right away, and then they can turn around and share it with others. Well, that's our show today. Better Than Before is sponsored by University Subaru. From here, been here, always will be here. University Subaru, homegrown and proud of it. Follow me on Twitter, at Tony Richards 4 Also, we have a company account that publishes a lot of great content, at ClearVisionDEV. 
Thanks for listening, everybody, and thank you so much for hitting that subscribe button so you never miss an episode of Better Than Before. On behalf of our associate producer, Whitney Coker, and chief producer, William Foster, I'm Tony Richards reminding you that everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.